Hey guys, and welcome back to the Logan Schwartz podcast. So today in this podcast, we'll be talking about advice to my younger self. Now, just so we all are on the same page, currently, I'm 24 years old. Yes, I'm not a millionaire yet, but I consider myself doing well for my age. And sure, maybe I don't have, you know, a billion followers yet or a, you know, $100,000 assets in my back pocket. But um, still, considering my age at 24 years old, I would, I would consider myself a success at this point in time. And as we all know, it was never overnight. Now, if I could give my younger self some insight, and just so we're all on the same page, we're talking about someone who didn't do well in school. Uh, the teachers would always try to control me and label me with ADD, ADHD, dyslexia, and they put me on heavy doses of Adderall. And, you know, everyone behaves differently on Adderall. And for myself, it, uh, it really reversed my personality, you know, where it made me incredibly anxious. I, in fact, developed a stutter, right? Uh, there's some funny stories uh, about that stutter that we can talk about later. And really, I isolated myself due to this newborn social anxiety and it almost felt like an internal identity shift where, you know, before it was this outgoing, loud, disruptive student, and now it's this very quiet, nail-biting, worried, anxious, stuttering student, you know, completely two different sides of the coin. And, you know, I, I never grew up with a uh, you know, a father figure, uh, I would get advice, right, quote-unquote, from my guidance counselor, and, you know, she told me, hey, listen, you know, you're not the, you're not the sharpest tool in the shed, and she drew out a bell curve, and at that time, I was going to East Aurora High School, and they are pretty known for their academics, and, you know, there's she said, you know, life has, everything has a bell curve. And East Aurora students are in the higher percentile uh, creating a better bell curve, right? So there's two different bell curves. You know, there's the East Aurora bell curve, and then there's the everyday student bell curve in New York State. And we're actually going to refer, instead of putting you on the East Aurora bell curve, we're going to be putting you on the everyday student bell curve and you know this is where most students try to aim as she's pointing on the 75 uh, percentile right you know grades of 80 and above uh or maybe even 85 and above and then she goes all the way to the other side of the curve and she, she said this is where you are uh on the bottom half of the curve right where you don't want to be and then she stated to me, Logan, how does it feel that your future is going to be throwing garbage in the back of a garbage truck for the rest of your life? So to put it in perspective, I had kind of that, that was, you know, one glimpse of, you know, my childhood. And 
you know, this really, you know, raised some red flags, uh, you know, internally speaking, talking about someone who was always upbeat and positive and, you know, always happy and giggling and, you know, being a kid to someone who is now fairly shut down. And today I want to speak to whoever may be listening out there, whether you are currently going through high school or college, or maybe you're in the workforce and maybe you're the rambunctious ADD, ADHD, dyslexic, uh, labeled student, or maybe you're the more shut down student. Regardless, if I were to reverse back uh, and say to my younger self, listen, let's just drop those shoulders. Let's put a little bit of ease in your step. Just let you know that first off, it's going to be okay. Even though it may feel like it is not going your way or feel like things are not working for you, maybe even against you. Emotions and feelings are fleeting. And they're not very good feedback. Uh, you know, there's, you can go into a deeper dive, but, you know, mainly for folks, you know, who is, who are, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, or even younger, or even older. Uh, emotions can, can, can give you a false perception of what is actually going on. And sure, they're, you know, they can be really great indicators to reflect on. Don't get me wrong, but for someone who is first trying to understand themselves and understand who they want to be in the world and how they want to get there, uh, these emotions can actually be distracting and derail you. And I'd actually would like to encourage a lot of you guys who uh, may feel like you're in this scenario to actually reach out to me. On my Instagram is Logan dot Schwartz. That's S C H W A R T Z. I'm more than happy to, you know, talk with you and chat with you. But remember that these emotions, they can sometimes steer you in the wrong way. And you know, don't go don't get me wrong, you can be up and at them and, you know, big bright smiles, but you know, we're comparative creatures. Uh and it takes a lot to break out of that comparative cycle where, you know, one day we may be you know, up and at them and, you know, feeling like we're on top of the world. And maybe even a couple of days later, you know, we feel like, hey, you know, now I'm not doing so well. And we compare those two different emotions like, oh, my gosh, you know, before I was doing great. Now I'm doing terrible. I feel sick. You know, I don't want to get up or whatever the case may be. And in that case. I would strongly urge you to put that emotion to the side and say, hey, listen, you know, let's zoom out from this photo or from this moment and realize that there are ebbs and flows to all emotions. It's like a homeostasis, you know, for speaking to people who don't have bipolar uh, and maybe other emotional uh, scenarios, but there's always ebbs and flows. There's always going to be highs and lows, no matter if you have bipolar or not. And if you zoom out from that picture far enough, 
realize that you are going on the right track. You are keeping your head up. You are doing your best with the resources you have available to you at this moment in time. And then the next question you have to ask yourself is what is one tiny step or action that will keep moving in the right direction? Is it studying for that next test? Is it listening to a helpful podcast? Is it reading the book that, you know, maybe how to win friends and influence people? Uh, maybe it's, you know, think and grow rich. Or is it having that constructive conversation that you've been yearning for, either maybe with a parent or with a best friend or spouse? Either or, that one little small action can help pull out these deceptful uh, emotions and help bring in the big picture. And I understand, you know, listen, I'm not a pro, right? I all We all have, in fact, our own ebbs and flows of emotions. And it's when you're in it, you know, it's you're in it. And it's very difficult to decipher and to uh, navigate those waters when you're in the mix. But when you do feel it and you do feel dragged down, I would like to encourage you to just try and zoom out and say, hey, listen, just because I feel this way doesn't mean I am this way. Doesn't mean that my life is going this way. And then resort to actions to fix the feeling. What action, what step can I take right now, even though I don't feel like it, even though I don't want to, or feel like I maybe don't need to? What action can I take that will be bringing me in the forward direction of where I need to go? And, you know, like I said before, you know, first remembering it's going to be okay. Second is, you know, deciphering these emotions that we all feel on a regular basis. And third, I would strongly urge my younger self to start the commitment of self-education, learning from other successful people. Now, I wasn't lucky enough to be born from a multimillionaire family or from entrepreneurial, uh, you know, relatives uh, or have, you know, that guidance that I was searching for, you know, for something that I'm going for, right? I'm trying to be an entrepreneur. I'm trying to help my community with these podcasts. And I feel as if many people, many folks out there also understand where I'm coming from. We don't have the millionaire mom and dad. We don't have the exceptional guidance from the aunt, uncle, mother, father, if they're even in the picture or still with you. Many of us don't. So I'm going to ask you all to make the commitment to self-education. Get around people that know more, that uplift you, that are mentors, and either through books or YouTube podcasts, there's many different programs. In fact, I now that you know I'm trying to make my stride being a business owner, a couple of steps that I'm taking currently is uh, I actually booked a librarian. Sounds silly. 
but these folks know more than your average Joe uh, seeking guidance and counsel on, hey, listen, you know, this is where I am. You know, is there any holes that you can see in my in my idea or what I'm trying to pursue? So booking a librarian, it doesn't always have to be for business purposes. This could be for, you know, just personal purposes. They're going to sit down with you and they're going to say, hey, listen, you know, this is where we're at, right? What are you looking for? What are you looking to achieve? They're going to ask you those probing questions if they're a good one. Next is I actually got involved with a program called SCORE. I strongly urge my young entrepreneurs or my young go-getters to be involved with SCORE. And they're going to assign you a mentor. And I've been working with one for a couple weeks now. And again, it's going to provide that extra added perspective, I think would be a fair word, that you need in your life. You know, when you're 18 or you're 35 and you're speaking to someone who's 65, who have been there and done that and have gone through all the trials and errors and maybe even sitting where you want to be in the future. And a couple other ones that I've used is getting involved with a mastermind group. Now, I wasn't fortunate enough to have a group around here, so I created my own. And for those out there who are looking to do the same, or maybe even getting involved with mine, again, shoot me a DM. I'd be more than happy to get you involved. Second off, I knew like-minded people that were around me. The very slim pickings. I reached out to them. It was uncomfortable. And I proposed the idea. Be the change maker. Be the one to take the first steps. For my next advice that I would give to my younger self, I would ask them to be internally inquisitive. I think at a young age this comes naturally, but I would like to encourage all those probing questions that you ask yourself. All those questions help you. A lot of questions help guide you, but it comes down to what type of questions are you asking yourself? Not, why do I hate myself? Not, why does nobody like me? Not, why do I suck at this? Right? Those are kind of like more like fixed thoughts, right? You can't really move a lot with those questions. But more in the lines of, hey, you know, what can I do to improve my situation right now? Or what could I do to see myself in a better light? Or how do I want to live? Or how do I want to experience my life? What type of experiences do I want to experience in my life? And another ex- method that I use is I put myself, if I were 65 years old, and I would ask that person, say, hey, you know, what do I want to see looking back on my life now that I'm 65 or maybe 75? What do I want to experience? How do I want to, how do I want to see my life now that I'm 75 years old? I'm looking back over the past 75 years. What do, what would I be proud of looking back? What would make me smile and say, Hey, listen, I did a good job. Those are the questions that you need to ask yourself. I don't hold those answers. 
your mom or your dad or your best friend all don't hold those answers. You hold those answers. Because what you want is unique to yourself. We all have our own goals and dreams. Some of them may be similar, yes. But the little tweaks and how we want to get there all makes that differentiated. So ask yourself from hindsight of what you would be proud of looking back on your life. Finally, as I was you know, going through, right, being internal inquisitive, you know, asking yourself instead of fixed questions of, oh, why do I suck at this? You know, why does everyone hate me? You know, ask more open-ended growth questions and really be determined at this. You know, this is not something that you just ask yourself once or twice. This is a daily thing, my friends. You could even, you know, what I actually have above my bed is I have notes, actually. So when I first wake up, uh, my eyes, that's the first thing my eyes see. It's the first thing my brain registers are the questions, notes, diagrams that I have up above my bed, right? I sleep on my back. So when I look up in the morning, that's what I see. And another uh, question that, you, you know, just to throw it in there, it kind of came to my head because, you know, all these podcasts, my friends, are completely off the cuff. What type of man or woman do you want to become in one year, five years, 20, 50 years? How do you want to see yourself? What things do you want to experience? What things do you want to be proud of? And looking back, you know, first off, you know, remembering, just recapping here, remembering it's going to be okay. Starting the commitment of self-education. Being internally inquisitive, that's more geared towards positive, open, open-ended open questions. And two more that I would uh, like to add on is that consistency is more important than a full night's rest. Yes, consistency is more important than a full night's rest. When I was younger and I was trying to develop new habits and maybe I didn't properly manage my time and it would be way past the time I wanted to go to sleep at, I'd ask myself, okay, well, you know, it's way past my time. Do I want to prioritize sleep or do I want to prioritize the habit? And if it's a positive habit that we're looking to build, I'm going to tell you right now, I never had this answer, and I always wondered it for years. You want to prioritize the habit. You can always get the sleep. In fact, when when our time is gone, we will sleep uh, forever, or however, you know, whatever that picture may look like. We don't need to get into that. But you have your entire life to sleep. And this habit, and it's infancy stages, right? If you've been doing this for two, three years, that's one thing. You know, you can sure take a day off, right? Go to sleep. You know, if you're, you know, three, four, five, six hours past your bedtime, you know, get some Z's. But if we're just starting this, if we're one day in, if we're one weekend, or hell, if we're, you know, six weeks in, do not take a day off. When you're building a habit, you need to tell yourself internally and subconsciously that, hey, listen, this habit is a new part of my identity, and I won't 
go throughout my day without completing this habit. It's a non-negotiable. I didn't know that younger, when I was younger. And I wish someone would tell me, looking back now, that habits are more important. Building these habits are more important than extra 30 minutes and extra two hours of sleep. Sure, you might be tired, you know, the next day. But let that be a lesson to you that whatever habit you're trying to build, you do it sooner, right? So you can go to bed earlier. You obviously need to prioritize sleep. And, you know, finally, as my advice to my younger self, listen, guys, you know, I, guys and gals, we only have one shot at this life. And it may feel like, you know, we're invincible or may feel like we have a limited time on the table if we're, if our, if we're in our young our early 20s, excuse me, or, you know, 18, 19, so, you know, pre-20, 18, 19, uh, you'll have one shot. This day will pass. These days will turn into weeks. These weeks will turn into months. And these months will turn into years. And years will turn into your entire life. It is incredibly important that you take the steering wheel of your own life right now put your pedal to the metal right and we're not talking about the brake here not that pedal we're talking about the accelerator for those who don't drive yet uh, and I want to urge you externally and internally to just go for it if you're young Right now, you're in a scenario where you're either going to win and learn or you're going to, quote-unquote, make a mistake and learn from that mistake. So how I see it, that's a win-win scenario. It's either you win now or you try and you don't have the favorite outcome, but you still learn from it. Now, of course, there's the, the final one where you could just think about doing it and never do it, and always regret that you wish you could have done it. I think uh, Alex Hermosi or Tony Robbins say that there's two pains in life. Obviously, there's many more, but in this simplistic example, there's two pains. There's the pain of discipline, doing what's right, or there's the pain of regret. The choice is yours. So anyhow, guys, just a quick recap. You know, we talked about a little bit of my background and the few pieces of advice that I would provide to my younger self. First being remembering it's going to be okay. Starting with the commitment to self-education. Surrounding yourself by success with successful people. Being internally inquisitive with open-ended positive questions. And... Being consistent over everything else. Remembering that missing one night's of sleep, which I hope is not going to be the full the full night, but if it is, so be it, uh, is more important to build that habit than to miss those couple hours. And finally, to reinforce the idea that we only have one shot at this life. And this is your one and only time. This is your moment. 
as either you can make the most of it or you can squander it. It is your choice, my friends. But with that, keep kicking ass, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.